Lat B, where MMA and UFC get silly. This is the Lat B Podcast. Welcome back, welcome back to Lat B MMA. As always, I'm your host, Emmanuel, here with the best co-host ever, with fights, finally coming up. Cheney, let us know what we're getting into today. Quarantine week number four, number 18, number I don't even know. Uh, I'm going, I'm delusional. We're not really getting into anything new today except to talk about the fights coming up without breaking them down because we, apparently, Dana says, even if Jesus Christ himself comes back, those fights are happening on (laughs) April 18th. He even is, like, trying to purchase the private island. So anyways, I guess we're going to talk about all that today. Hi, everyone. I'm in a better mood. A little better. It's getting a little better every quarantine show. Um, and I know you guys are going to love this. I have a conspiracy even about the fight that was made. Oh, interesting. <laughs> but we can talk about other so. stuff before we get there. That's my teaser. That's my teaser. So everyone has been talking about what you've just been saying. And that that, that is that Habib Nurmagomedov, as we said, him leaving the country totally ended up having him sheet in plane or the plane that he couldn't get on because he was almost left. Was it in the Middle East somewhere? Uh, the Emirates. I Correct. Think it was in the Emirates. That's where the, he thought the fights were going to happen or Saudi Arabia or something. And then they weren't, and he thought he was going to get stranded out there, so he stayed in Russia, thinking maybe there was going to be a way with a businessman and a private flight. But officially, Dana White has come out and said, Habib's out. <clears throat> Justin Gaethje is in, which we had also speculated. We knew that that name was in the hat. We hated it. We talked about how we don't want to see it. At the very least, whoever he fights, it has to be for a belt. This is for the interim championship again. But this is, I believe, the probably one of the most dangerous fights that Tony Ferguson could have taken on short notice. The more and more I start to look at this fight. Not good. Not good. I'm, I don't like this. I don't like this at all for Tony. For me, it's, I think, I, it kind of breaks down part of my conspiracy. Let me, who is Justin Gaethje's manager? Is it Ali Abdelaziz? Is it Ali Abdelaziz? I'm, so if it's Ali... Which I think it is. I think it is. And now I'm going to give him full credit. He's the best manager in all of sports. Because he's taking care of both his fighters here and then potentially gets to be the solo manager to negotiate two potential clients fighting each other for a championship belt. He gets to be the sole manager to decide on that with the UFC with two fighters. Which I'm sure he does frequently. (laughs) Who knows how many times his fighters fight. So my conspiracy with it is if... Tony fights Khabib as much as everybody wants that fight. It's almost a built-in fight that you can guarantee if if Khabib's my client, I can guarantee $5 million off that fight, $3 million off that fight. I don't know what Khabib's worth, but I can guarantee that being a money fight because of how bad the fans have wanted it. It's almost like how many times it's fallen out. It doesn't even matter anymore. We also know the older Tony gets, the better opportunity for Khabib to win that fight. Not that he wasn't going to win anyway, depending on how you feel on it, but the older, I mean, they're both getting older, but Khabib's getting more comfortable into his prime and Tony's getting closer to 40. They're like totally different like levels of getting older right now. So if Justin Gaethje's my client as well, uh, all of a sudden we get to skip the Dustin Poirier chit chatter. We get to, t- we, 
we're out of him being in the five. We we get him right in the solid top two dudes. Mm -hmm. So now, even on a loss with Tony Ferguson, with these kind of eyes on him, maybe I can guarantee him that Connor fight. If Connor already wanted to fight Justin Gaethje because he thinks he can knock him out, you know, then that's a fight Connor would take, and Khabib's a fight Connor would take. Now I've guaranteed two of my fighters two money fights. So I tell Khabib, stay. You're the champion, and the UFC is always going to work with you with your political power. You're Russian. You already have a huge fan base. The Connor fight, they want to do that again, blah, blah, blah. So everybody knows Ali can do whatever he wants with Khabib because Connor wants that fight back so bad. Right. So I just think it's. It was good business on Ali's part. And all of a sudden, you get Justin into the combo of all of this that it sets up. You, as Ali, for both, whether win or lose, you get to decide on those two fighters' next fights. I think it's kind of... I mean, it is brilliant. I just wish it wasn't him. <laughs> I, the more I think about it, I totally agree with you. It is the most dangerous, to me, the most dangerous fight stylistically in the division for Tony. Absolutely, right? But I would also say second or first stylistic most scary fight for Khabib. Justin Gaethje? Yeah. I think Justin Gaethje is a handful for anybody. He's foreign to I agree. He's top, top of the top. But, but Khabib yes. specifically, I would say if I'm Khabib, I know Connor's easy money. Justin Gaethje might give me something. I know Tony's going to give me something. So I, I think... If I'm also another smart Ali, if I want to protect my golden goose, he goes and sits in Russia, safe, 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 and I have the two scariest guys in the division, one of them take the other out. I can't wait to see how this unfolds. <laughs> this is definitely unprecedented in the world. Again, what we were saying earlier on in the podcasts in this quarantine, if Dana White is going to be able to put on fights while no other organizations are playing sports, we're raking in new fans that are going to watch some of the highest level card. I mean, this and whole by card. We, we don't just mean Lesbian to being like B. We mean UFC and MMA. And MMA is going to just have, hey, we're going to have some growing pains. There's going to be a lot of new fans that don't understand what people on the ground grappling. They're going to be like, why are those guys hugging? This is lame. And it's like, all right, you'll grow. You'll understand. Hopefully someone green naked chokes your ass real quick. You know what? I'm no just in the little towns around here. The amount of BJJ studios I see opening up, and um, I mean, every guy who wrestles obviously knows. So there's that part of school, and anyone who has a wrestling friend. So I just I hope like anything, people. I mean, I understand it. If you would have asked me when I started watching compared to now, and I feel. We do still have friends that have been watching for 20 years that hate when they get on the ground. Oh, yes, 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 yes. <laughs> like, they we still, still have friends that are it's like, true. I hate this. He's just mugging him. I hate it. <laughs> they don't appreciate the grappling, but they were like, then you ask them their background. They're like, well, I was a striker. I was Taekwondo. And it's like, oh, that's why you hate the ground game. Because um, yeah. you always see someone on the ground. And you're like, that's me. I couldn't get up. And it's like, yeah, you got to learn how to swim everywhere, buddy. Got to learn how to swim in all types of water. So this entire card, this pay-per-view though, Dana White saying the speculation is on an island now. The aircraft carrier is definitely off of the table, it's sounding like. But it's the reservation and or specific island. Dana White now saying that there's going to be multiple weeks of fights, fights after fights, because he's got fighters that want to fight. And again, them being the only sporting event, it's going to be good. I'm going to be watching. You're going to be watching. I say put it on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Let's get fights going. 
Um, I don't mind them being once a week because it would if they're Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, people aren't gonna watch them all. True, and true. Like this card coming up, two four nine, it is, I think, the scariest card I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> it, I, and I almost Ooh. as much as I want to see, and you guys know, last week I was like, I will not watch or accept anything. But but the more I sit on Tony Ferguson, Justin Gaethje, I'm like, that is a cherry on top of a dangerous fight night. The whole fight night is it's just so good. City. If you didn't see me, that was my old face right there. It was unbelievable. I think if you haven't ever looked at the Lat B YouTube, it would be worth it. <laughs> it would be just worth it. Uh, there is Michael Johnson. Kamar Worthy on the undercard. That's not even the first starter with Sam Alvey ran span. You mentioned it. Don't want to say about that. But our boy Chito Vera is coming in against Ray Borg. Wow! That's a hot fight. That's a well, hell of a hot Bay fight. Bor Ray Borg has not showed up lately. So then we have um, the next good one. Souza versus Uriah Hall. Nganu, Rosenstruck, Katar Stephens, Vincente Luque, Nico Brasco. Stevens. Uh, Nico Price, Vincente Luque? Um, Jeremy Stevens? <laughs> Jeremy Stevens, oh my yeah, God. versus Calvin I'm just Star. getting too high. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even I breathe. I can't even breathe. It's not the Harry. corona. It's the night guard. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Hardy, DeCastro, Rosnama Yunus, I gosh, who? Oh, I wish it was Habib Tony, but Tony Gaethje is fun. I just wish it would have been un under different circumstances. I think it's kind of, to me, it's a little perfect. Tony, with all the, all eyes on Tony. Tony's fun. Tony's a weirdo on the mic. He's going to, if he wins, he's going to do some breakdancing or crazy Tony shit. If Justin wins, he's going to do some, and it's going to, either way, it's going to be in spectacular fashion. Any way you cut it, it's going to be bloody. Could you think of something if you were going to put together as much as we want to see Tony Khabib and a bunch of new fans were going to turn into that and we see Khabib Russell fuck Tony on the on his back for three, maybe four rounds and that's Tony, we're like, yeah, Tony's getting that rubber guard. We're all getting excited. No casuals are going to know what that means. Right. They're going to be bored out of their mind. Now think of Tony Ferguson, Justin Gagey. Oh, it's such gonna be such a freaking fun fight on the feet, but so dangerous for Tony. And I can't wait ground, to break it down. It's so dangerous. There's so much I want to talk to you about. Oh, ooh, it's so good. Such a good fight card. It's so, more dangerous for Gaethje on the ground. By Hands far. Down. But it's one of the hardest opponents that Tony is gonna be to have to take down. Gaethje has impeccable takedown defense. So that turns it a lot into those brawls. Where Lando Venata can land shots on you at times. The weird thing with Tony is it's not that he goes for a lot of takedowns. He gets hurt like a mofo. Someone I, follows him down. And then it's like some crazy rubber guard. By a big hitter. At least the Habib thing, was I only a grappler. I heard somebody saying this. Oh, well, these guys both have great cardio. This is going to be a great five-round fight. No, no. Tony can go ten rounds. Justin Gaethje is going to give us a great two. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, Justin Gaethje, his cardio Especially is crazy. with... A fight camp, regardless, he wasn't training for a five-round fight. It is going to be on much more short notice. He has been getting it and working out, but it isn't a six-week fight camp. It's, what, two and a half weeks for him to try to get it's ready? It's just as dangerous for Tony. Think of how wrestling-centric he was training for and now going against a guy with just, like, leg kicks for days. and Heavy and crazy, hands. Yeah, crazy. Heavy, punches. heavy, heavy hands. And just forward pressure. Exactly. Forward pressure. Forward, which, at least Tony was training for that part of Khabib, which is that same forward pressure. Uh, but it's it's more attacks towards the 
for the takedowns, stuff where... Okay, we're going to do this. Yeah, because I want to ask you about a couple out. other of these. Andraj, Nama, Yunus, that's two, right? That's the second time we're about to see That is going to be number two. That's when the bell changed. Stoked about it. Um, oh, unbelievable. Hardy de Castro, I ain't upset with oh, it. Oh, I love it. Um, Luca, Luque versus Price. We've been waiting for that. Portland got robbed of an unbelievable fight card. I think you're the evil twin. <laughs> <laughs> Look how much joy you just got. It is so funny. It was such a good fight. We got three fights and he was about to get a slaying card. A slaying card. So I'm happy they they kept this one intact and moving it to a pay-per-view of this stature on this that's going to be nothing but fireworks. It's oh, such a great wait. card. I, I'm just so excited because the amount of eyes some of our favorite fighters are going to have. So now Tony potentially could bring in a whole bunch of his own fans to this Khabib fight. Like a whole bunch of people that are like, I like that freaky guy. He's a weirdo. You have to get that. And his fight style is insane. He looks like he'll be bloody as fuck and then they'll wipe him all off and he won't have a cut anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> That's the weird thing. I'm so excited. But Nico Price, Vincente Luque, Jeremy Stevens, Calvin Guitar. Somebody's Fire. going to sleep. Fire adds some Stevens. But, uh. Um, <laughs> Francis Ngannou Rosenstruck Someone's going to sleep there. I hope. That's Someone's a going weight. to sleep. That's oh, a heavyweight that's every curse. Time, though. Heavyweight curse. Oh, every time. There, I'm there's nervous. no way. But you know what I will say different? Rosenstruck don't play like that. He isn't worried about um, his ego isn't the same about being scared to get knocked out like Derek Lewis and Francis Ngannou were at the time. That's a fun one. I can't wait for that heavyweight matchup I as well. I think a sneaker. Woo. I think Sousa Hall's a sneaker. Absolutely I think Sousa Hall's a sneaker. I, it's it's weird to me that both these dudes, and we'll talk about it when we break it down, I think they're uh, both kind of guys that I wanted to like, nah, I'm off. The, they're over the hill. They need to retire. Yeah. But this fight But against each other, yeah. it, it is knocking off completely. I could see it being a pink slip type of a fight. I love but it. But they wouldn't let go either of these Michael guys. Johnson? That's what I'm Way saying. Way down here? Way under Vera versus Borg? Woo. I love Marla Cheeto in that fight. Um, I like, I'm, I don't know. I'm over Ray Borg. So it's going to make it easier. It's going to be it's going to yeah. be easier to pick Chito Vera in that one for sure. But Michael Johnson worthy so is So the worst fight on the card one. is Maras Eubanks. That has no By business far. being there. By far. It's like a whole and when then Sam it, Alvey span even it, Slayer that, that um, New Yorker Eubanks get the hell out of my card, girl. I'm just saying. <laughs> I would not let Eubanks on the card. Why? Are you saying New Yorker got the cooties? <laughs> I don't. Just just in case. Just in case. Well, where's Cheesecake from? Oh, Canada? Boom. They're safe. <laughs> because of the fight, she's going to bring it back to Canada. That's horrible. Oh. That's horrible. Oh, that is horrible. Sinjara. So. Sinjara. Maybe Sinjara beat the tar Spain, out of her eyes. Alvi is going to be a fun one to start it all off. I mean, Nganu, Rosenstruck is... off the fight. Span Alvi. Yeah. Superman Span. Prelims end with Nganu, Rosenstrike. Woo! It's going to be such a fun way to get back into it after four weeks, three weeks, a year. How long has it been? I don't even know since the last time I watched a live fight. And, you know, people can say, well, there's no superstars on this card. Maybe no superstars, but you know what? No, there is. I don't give a fuck. To us, there totally is. But to the rest of the world, how many UFC stars can you actually name that are superstars? Maybe Khabib, maybe Connor. What do you want, Tito Ortiz to fight? <laughs> I was going to say Ronda Rousey Ronda. still. You want Ronda to still. fight? Still. Like, 
John um, Jones. <laughs> John Jones. We don't have anything new for John Jones. Yeah, he got his minimal sentencing in there. This card is just so absolutely juicy. I can't look at anything else other than we still don't officially have the location even to this day. Dana White still hasn't revealed and, where this and all the rest of the fights are going to be at. I loved that Dana said uh, he, the fighters will get to a location where they'll meet. They'll all be picked up and flown in private planes to a location where they'll meet. Fucking Kumite style. And then they get on another private plane and fly to another location where they don't know where they're going. And then they get in a car where they won't know where they're going. That is how, like, next... Love love it. I love it. It it reminds me of, (laughs) like, what's the old um, Jean-Claude Van Damme movie? Yeah, that's what yeah. Isaiah is saying, the oh. Kumite. <laughs> Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Blood yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That you know? is. It's so crazy. It's like, no, you don't know. You wear a blindfold, whatever, and uh, definitely can't wait. Oh, no. Breaking 33 minutes ago. Oh, no. Do not tell me. Rose Nami Yunus has been forced out of UFC 249, has taken a major hit, and is being reported that former strawweight champion has been forced out off the April 18th fight card. Nama Yunus was slated to rematch Jessica Andrade in the co-headliner. However, according to a recent report from Combate, Rose was forced to withdraw from the card for undisclosed reasons. Unreal. Late-breaking. Okay, so Andrade is there. Who steps in? On this short co-main event, it has to be only top-level somebody on a and win. And they have to make it a 125 fight. Andrade won't mind that. I think Andrade has already been eating cupcakes. That girl cuts weight. I know. So she won't mind if it's a short notice 125 fight, maybe. Uh, well, there's enough days for someone. That? That. Who would take that? 115. Though? No, 125. No, is it 15? It's 115. It's 15. That's why I'm thinking on short notice, maybe yeah. they move it up to 125 so someone can make weight. But who is woman enough to fight Jessica Andrade on short notice? Who steps up? We should have a weird bet right now. JoJo won't because she's only going to no. fight. And she's 125. Right. Roxanne Ferry. No, I think, I don't know if, it would be like another 115-er that I think would fight her, not a okay. 125-er. I think it would, well, I just I think say, the weight could be 125. Number one person you got to throw in there, Angela Hill. <laughs> she ready to take that fight. She's like, yeah, put me in, coach. Hell yeah. <laughs> Overkill. Overkill. Hill's like, I'll take that fight. Okay. That's her time. And it might be under the time limit that she breaks, breaks the record. all the records within like an actual 12-month period. that right now. So Overkill Hill needs to be all over that for sure. But another alternative to Overkill Hill on a winning streak as of late. Oh, there's been so many fights in so long and I've seen started to look at old footage now. Reboss, I feel like, just is stepping in versus Paige Van Zant. I just saw as of late, but I think that's booked for 25. But Reboss would be a fun one because it turns you into a contender if you beat Andrash. You're the number two, number three, depending on who is right there for JJ Zang. So that Andrash fight, regardless of the opponent, has definitely its only And Angela up. Hills deserved it. If she could get through Andrash... I think take that short notice fight, UFC 249 at Jessica. That's going to be a hell of a fight. I want to see it. Hopefully we get in these weird times. I think all fighters are probably someone on notice like, what? 
we're doing it kumite style yeah sign me up i'm gonna start training right now i'm ready for whatever like that's what people are aching for competitors are wanting to compete right now and especially being the only show in town every mega sports star every athlete that watches anything else is going to be watching the fights Woo! i think there's a really good potential that Something tricky could happen toward the end that ESPN does like either a free or $19.99 or some weird new model. And oh, I've like, also right. heard of the pay-per-view. Like I feel like something weird could happen and more eyes could end up on this event than anything in a long time. Um, Absolutely. Judges are conferencing with all the free time and trying to figure out a better scoring system. Have you heard this? I have not. I don't know any details yet. It was one of the articles I read. Because you can limit those people by not having them in the building, which keeps the number of all supposed contagions out of there with less people. And it's what we've been saying the whole time. They don't need to be in the damn building. They can watch it on camera from an undisclosed location where the crowd isn't in in it as much by any means whatsoever. Um, so when we win, because we did the O-Maze thing that's over now, the O-Maze... Uh, by the 13th they pick, 13th of April is what I saw. But the 6th, I think, is when the competition's over. Correct. I think. Correct. But now they have, they had from the 6th till the 13th to officially uh, state who has won, and then they give them their tickets and set it up, and Dana White... Get ready. Get I don't even ready. care where it is. I feel like it's, it's I'll, probably... I'll if it's in one of these islands... Wouldn't it be so funny if it's Epstein Island? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's going to be North Dakota. I feel like it's going to be some mm -hmm. reservation up... No, I think it'll be Islander ship still. And this is the what else I think. It is, we live in such a crazy time right now that it could still be Tony versus Khabib, but this is all like some kind of extra like like Justin could be still cutting weight because they always do for a big fight have somebody else make the weight too that gets paid money to make weight and then as a backup. But I think it there's still a shot. Anything the world we're living in right now, I still believe Tony and Khabib could fight. <laughs> After all that I just said, and after there's no chance, but because it's, is it official official? Yeah. They were putting out posters of Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. And by posters, do you mean some computer edit plus return? <laughs> they pressed return. But they pressed the print button and started to send those out to the non-massive people in public right now. No. No one, no <laughs> one has a poster anywhere. Yeah. That's what I read on the internet. Oh. Is that they officially started signing the posters of them. There's just so little fight stuff. I'm like, let's see. Oh, I can't believe Rose is out. That's a little bit of a bummer. Absolute bummer right now. And definitely when I was all over Rose in that, I was easily going to have it because I remember the first fight. Uh, Daniel says he'll call the event if it's hosted in California. And I'm like, eh, it probably won't happen there. They have a shitty commission on the norm. John Anik already said that he doesn't know where it's going to be at as well. And he hasn't had official confirmation yet. But just so UFC knows, he's willing to go wherever he needs to go. <laughs> Can you imagine this is the one fight Anik's not willing to do? No, he The first week, he wasn't. But by week three, he's like... Hey, boss, I'm ready to go. And he's like, my wife's going to make me live in the garage for 14 days. And he's like, I don't have to do chores for 14 yeah, days. Yeah, worth it. I don't have to hang out with the kids. <laughs> exactly. It's like, I'll be fine. I'll live. I'll live. Oh, what a crazy fight, Tony. Unbelievable <laughs> fight. Yeah, Justin Gaethje, Tony Ferguson, still ultra hyped. I've been jonesing for a while for this. I can't wait till we get fights back. I can't wait to break it all down. Um... 
this is so weird too, off topic. I was just rolling through news to see if there was anything else that we had to cover before we um, got on out of here. Um, just to try to give somewhat of a content <laughs> show today, not just uh, Colby Covington, Jorge Masvidal, accountable in John Jones DWI arrest. You gave an alcoholic alcohol. So Ultimate Fighting Championship. This is from Bloody Elbow, so I give some shout out. Is it Bloody Elbow? SB Nation? SB Nation, sorry. Um, the Ultimate Fighting Championship light heavyweight champion John Jones was charged with DWI last week in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and during his arrest, police uh, found a loaded handgun as well as an open bottle of alcohol. I heard he shot the handgun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Gamebird recently got into the booze business, sort of like Conor McGregor with proper number 12 whiskey, and may have been an accomplice in the downfall of Bones. That's according to longtime teammate and former best friend Colby Covington. Did you guys see the alcohol that John Jones was drinking before he got his latest DUI? Oh my gosh, you guys, gotta look this up. Man, it's juicy, Covington said, Submission Radio. It was journeyman George Mosfidal's liquor in the backseat of John Jones's car. So that's how a good friend of George Mosfidal is. He gave alcohol John Jones alcohol and look what happened. He got another DWI and he goes to jail. Stirring the cot, former best friend of John Jones, Colby Covington. And of uh <laughs> uh Masvidal as well. Colby is such a pot stirrer. If you can't see that, like ah. But hey, we're talking about it right now, so he's doing his job. He's got Dana every White. fight lined up he wants he claims the ufc is closing in on a securing a private island for ongoing weeks so i've heard that as well the it's other alternative right is reservations just do the island just do the aircraft carrier i got some doja on it I'm, i got some stimulus check on that I, for me personally i would get um claustrophobic on an aircraft carrier so sorry ufc since we are going to win uh, the Make-A-Wish. Um, <laughs> since we're going to win the Omaze Make-A-Wish thing, uh, I would prefer the private island the most. And the only reason I say Epstein Island is because it's so funny. It's already, It's been taken over by the FBI. It's probably been seized. So it's probably like open property that's just available that everyone knows about. And then... This podcast, we talk about fights. Our other podcast, we get in the Epstein tunnels and do some research. <laughs> <laughs> that we do. See, that's two birds, one stone. Boom. Just ahead. But anyways, an island would be more fun than a boat. But the aircraft carrier idea would touch my feels in a positive way. I definitely agree. So, anything left in the MMA Twitterverse. We got fights coming up another week before all that happens. On the 18th, we're going to finally get back into a some sort of regular routine. The UFC is going to help get us all there. So, we must bow down to the almighty Bruce Buffer God. Is he going to be there? Le Bruce. Oh, yeah. Right? He'll fly in from fucking anywhere. Especially a pay-per-view. I think a lot. everyone's going to get flying in on private jets. I don't think any other planes will be flying. And the weird part about it is I heard that the U.S. airspace was going to get shut down. And I'm like, dang, what kind of strings do you have to pull to be the only? What are you, a, a Bin Laden? You allowed to be the only flight in the sky? <laughs> like they only let Dana and the fighters fly. Everybody else hey, has to be on the ground. Dana was huge a part of this. The whole government president right now. Dana was huge. 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 So, I could see some strings being pulled for sure. Uh, UFC beauty Paige Van Zandt and husband, uh, husband Austin pose naked. Did you look that up? 
damn white people are crazy. <laughs> white people are crazy. What was, was They're this? just naked, like nudist shots of them at any given time. But they were even doing like uh, flipped over backwards, covering the boobs and cooter at the same time. The Janet Jackson. Yeah, they pose. were just uh, always just hiding just enough, but. Except, uh, who was it? Van Zandt's butt. The guy butt, though. It was pretty gross. Oh, I saw Her one of him butt. doing pull-ups and it had to, like, block over... Yeah, that yeah, was all then... but one. And, of course, it wasn't PVZ's butt crack. It was all homeboys. Yeah, she was just doing a sit-up on a medicine yeah. ball. Yeah, exactly. And it was just her shoulders. <laughs> I was like, like, you ain't got nothing on Connor, buddy. <laughs> I don't want to see your dude's dick. <laughs> oh, I didn't, well, it wasn't that. It was just, no. look. No, I tried to find pictures of it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I looked. I, I want to see his dick. <laughs> What's his last name again? As I'm looking. Mr. Van Zandt is Good thing the filter's off Google. <laughs> Justin Vanderford. Vanderford, I think. Um, did you hear about Anthony Smith when his house was broken into? I actually did. That was some Tell me all about shit. this. I don't know that. Tell me. Holy. So it was 4 a.m., I don't know the specific date. I feel like it was Sunday morning, 4 a.m., where his wife woke him up saying that there was a man inside the house. Didn't come through the front door. They don't know, like, where he came through. They think through the back door somehow. Um, but he was just shirtless in his living room, screaming at the top of his lungs. So Anthony Smith just kind of woke up in a haze, heard a guy screaming, came out, and rushed his two daughters oh my with gosh, his wife, tried kids. to get them to be like, get the kids, get out of here. And as Anthony Smith, this huge 6'4 fighter, walks into the room, this dude... Can you imagine that be the scary, house you break into? A scary. Well, it, it I mean, yes, being Anthony out. Smith, scary, scary, um, with your family and just sure. having to worry about your wife and daughters. But just being this dude, you think you're going to get some quick money for whatever drugs or whatever you're on i think he was yacked out of his mind on some sort of other drug and stimulant because the way that they said he was ranting the dude was out of his head he and he was started flexing on anthony smith so he came at him and he was like well we started fighting for like five minutes my wife called the cops and stuff but i'm like dang anthony smith you're ballsy as hell i would have run back in my room been like let me get something real quick let me fix this real i ain't gonna wrestle this fucking guy in my living room get the fuck out of here Okay, over. Cops, come get him. Or wait, like, no, I'm not going to. Maybe in the instant, I jump on him just because I want to protect my loved ones. But if I'm trying to think clearly, I'm like, hold on. Let's go. Get the fuck out. I mean, if he didn't have a weapon and was just already ranting and you're Anthony Smith, though, you might feel like a grizzly bear. Like you could just man him? Yeah, because. Anthony Smith's said it was one of the hardest fights he's had in his life. The circumstances were a little weird. So, yeah, of course it's going to be hard. But He was on PCP or If he's something. on PCP, unlimited amount of strength and stamina. Hell, yeah, that's going to be a hard-ass fight. Or maybe he had a low IQ because I hear that giving you good strength. <laughs> <laughs> so, but even with these PCP guys, you can see it on cops and stuff. They can take tasers and, yeah, get them in a Kimura. They're like, break the arm, break it, whatever. They will keep trying to freaking well, look at that Rodney King shit. video. He was on PCP? He just I took think, those batons of the leg. I think that he was on PCP, but, oh, my gosh. There was, like, there so many people all. That poor dude. No, PCP regardless will jack you. I mean, there's people doing insane stuff. Look, go online and see horror videos of that stuff. Don't do it, kids. Stay out drugs. Oh my gosh, Anthony Smith is so lucky. He was Anthony Smith. Absolutely. Because if 
that might be the only option what you're saying for a lot of other people that that guy is lucky that Anthony Smith was confident enough in himself to be able to do that and did maybe didn't have a weapon accessible or just thought with his head like because he has that kind of brain from being in the cage so much where it's like okay I can de-escalate the situation because of my skill set and that's kind of I don't know that's Superman shit what if he goes into John Jones's house John Jones got an arsenal he posts it regular. He shoots it off in the middle of the night. Randomly. Yeah, but John, John Jones um, seems like insecure, and he also seems like he's had needed some kind of performance enhancing drug every time he fights. So <laughs> like he, he is he, in cahoots with Usada. I don't know whatever the whole thing John Jones story. Is. So does he shoot through the door like Blade Runner, or does he tackle him like Anthony Smith? He totally shoots through the door. <laughs> totally. Some guys I could picture tackling. Other guys are I could I think, and it's not because one's smart, but John Jones seems like a bitch. Oh shit! I do, I'm saying I do the same thing. <laughs> no, but I think it's for a different reason. Like right. if you think right. about I'm not a pro kids in the room, yep. like John Jones would do it just for himself. Oh, like, okay. if he was the only one in the house, even that he's a pro <laughs> fighter, he'd still shoot. He did, um, what was that uh, guy in Af- South Africa with the fake legs? Blade Runner, that's what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, Blade yeah. Runner. I that's thought you were like, but Blade Runner the movie. No, <laughs> like, bleh, no, bleh. no. I was the dude, the, laser, ran, like, the dude who ran on Blade yeah, and yeah, shot yeah, his totally. fiance through the door and was like, it was a runner. She was on the to- toilet peeing. Yeah. And it's like, no, he also used to beat the living shit out of her and like shot other people in his lights. So. Did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was super privileged out of South Africa, and that's how he got off of all the charges. But when they kept doing a little bit more research, they were like, oh, wait, this guy's had a bunch of stuff scrubbed. He's a serial assaulter of multiple girlfriends. and Like, I'm going to tell you 100%. You're not a... Because if that happened in my life, if I'm Anthony Smith and I walk down and it's just me and my wife, and then I'd be the person that 15 minutes later, you guys would come over, the cops are there, and I'd just still be standing there. I wouldn't even have a gun in my hand anymore because someone took it away, and I'd just be like, ah, empty ah, clipping. Ah, click, 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 yeah. click, 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 Oh my god! I got kids. I'd still be kicking that. I got still. little fur babies. I, what do you think my oh. little fur babies are? What do you think my feathered friend is? Those are my kids. Yeah, I know, but it, I just imagine it to feel different. I like, expect my guard cat to at least come into play. I didn't do that training for nothing. <laughs> I don't even know yet. Hopefully, you never have to see it. <laughs> exactly. Hopefully, you never have to see. <laughs> All right, I guess on the guard cat note, I think that should be it. So, I think it is. Um, have a great day. Let me. And as always, you can find us on Twitter at LatB underscore MMA, on Instagram at LatB underscore MMA, to email us at lesboandabeam at gmail.com. For me, Emmanuel, you can always find me at Zoltanite. For Cheney, it is always at Weakneck Baby. Be sure to hit that like and subscribe. Thank you for listening. <laughs>